are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. My Thanksgiving list has been filled out. I will add some more to it through the night tomorrow, I'm certain. My very first item on my Thanksgiving list is I'm so grateful for our Lord. What a mighty God we serve. And He has proven Himself so real in my life and in your life. And uh, I'm just so very grateful for the fact that He has not left us in 2020. It's been a very unusual year with this COVID. And I want to praise God for what He has done through COVID in our lives. God's been so good. I have our Lord, and then of course, and I won't go through all the lists and pages and things, but I have Cindy Treber. I'm so grateful that God spared her life and that God has given us an opportunity to be here with the world's best church. And on behalf of my wife and myself, we want to thank this church. We love you so much. Thirdly, I thank the Lord for our children all alive and serving God, all in the ministry full time. God's been so good. And for their mates. And then I thank the Lord for our grandchildren. We had one granddaughter who was severely uh, hurt in an accident in uh, South Dakota this summer. And uh, 39 stitches, I believe, in her face. And it looked like easily she could have been paralyzed. But she was here tonight. She's walking. She's healthy. Little Reagan, we love her so much. And I saw my Thanksgiving list, all the kids, but her name, it's a miracle she's not paralyzed. It's just a miracle. I have our family that I've gone home to be with the Lord. I'm grateful that all of them were saved. I'm grateful that our sister-in-law, Cindy, 60 years of age, knew the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. And on January, she went home to be with the Lord. My sweet father-in-law, uh, 95 years of age, preached the same church 57 years. I'm glad he entered into God's presence on June the 28th of this year. I'm so very grateful that my sister, Judy, who was not sick, died, I believe, of an explosion of her heart on November the 3rd, was ushered into the presence of our Lord. You know, it would be very difficult to know that a family member passed away and was not in heaven. My seventh item, I didn't plan it this way. Seven is the number of perfection. My dad was the seventh of nine children, and I think he's probably the most perfect, most perfect man I've ever met. Seven's the perfect number. I wonder tonight if you could guess, and it just happened this way. I didn't plan it this way. I have so many Thanksgiving notes on my list today. Number seven means so very much with, to me personally, to my wife. Turn with me, if you will, to Exodus chapter 15. As you turn to Exodus 15, number seven, the perfect number. I wonder what it is, what I am so grateful for, and I know my wife could echo this same thing, because without this, what I'm going to tell you, number seven, we would be so empty in life. 
Without number seven, we would have not made it to this night. This night, this night is revival. I was speaking to Betty and Norma. They're just so excited to be here uh, in a place like this. And, and it's beautiful. They're remarking how beautiful it is in the music and all that every service. It's like that young, sweet college girl wrote me a week ago. I come to church and it feels like it's, I sense like we're in a revival. I sense we're in a revival also. It's not man-made. I believe God's doing something. I see Brother Everson. God's doing something in that college that you pastor. God's doing something there. I, I can't explain it all. By the way, I want to say, when come January, if we have to meet in tents, Golden State Baptist College is wide open. We are not going to close it down another semester. Going full steam ahead. The Spanish is going great. The Christian school, those teachers, I'm so grateful. And for our principal, all that's happened there, the publications on and on. But Mrs. Treber and I could not have made it through COVID without number seven on my list. Number seven. I didn't plan it. It's okay, I gotta write down the number seven, the perfect one is simply this. I am so grateful tonight for something that's called North Valley Baptist Church. We can't make it without this place. I thank God for the church. I thank God that he raised up a place like this for you, for me, in tents here and everywhere. Heaters going in parking lots on watching online and, and people uh, are yet going to be coming. More tents are coming. More heaters are coming. I believe God's going to do some greater things if he should tarry this coming on the parking lot. What a minute. You know, it's always it, government shut down our buses. You know the whole story. We had to raise a million and a half dollars and it became the greatest thing. That trip to Oklahoma and coming across the country with 15 buses and people watching it all over the nation and coming into San Jose, California and the overpasses all the way down 101. People up there with signs on welcome home, North Valley Baptist Church bus ministry. Oh, it's exciting. And here we've been moved outside and this is not a curse. This is not a step backwards. This is where God has us. I'm afraid some folks are going to have a hard time moving back in. It's been wonderful. God's so good. In the book of Exodus, the word Exodus means to exit. They've been in bondage now for over 400 years in Exodus. But now God raised up a man by the name of Moses. And he goes into Pharaoh and says, let my people go. Let us go. Pharaoh debated, Pharaoh fought. There were the 10 plagues and including the 10th one, the death of the firstborn, even in his own home. They let him go. As he let him go, he began to pursue them. A million Jews went over to the other side and their chariots, the Egyptians, they said the Bible says, drave them in and uh, they were like lead as the waters came over them and they drowned in the midst of that Red Sea. God won a victory. In chapter 14, if you'll back up there, God gave me during the beginning of COVID, chapter 14, verse 14 is 
one of two verses I've claimed this year. I've claimed John 3, 30, he must increase and I must decrease. And I claim 14, 14, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And you know what, I came to a point in my own life to surrender and say, God, I don't like what the county is doing. I don't like masks. I don't like regulations. I don't like them telling what we can and cannot do. This first battle was the Lord's. Just like Jericho was the first battle, that was God's. I'm not suggesting there's things we may not have to fight in the future, other battles, but I am saying God's winning this one right now on this parking lot. God is winning it. I believe, I believe our, our uh, attorneys on the county side that were, uh, they may be watching right now, I believe they know that this is a place of God. It's been an amazing thing I, I recall this year, early in the year, when they had a lawsuit against us and we had two lawsuits against them. And we had a virtual Zoom meeting with four of their attorneys and they're probably watching right now. And, uh, and we had our people here. We didn't have attorneys with us that day, we just had pastoral staff. As I always do with every meeting, I always begin in prayer and close in prayer. I've done that for 45 years. And after about an hour, I said to these attorneys, I said, we're getting nowhere. I said, we've tried to respect you and you've been very kind to us. But we're just going in circles. Without thinking, I said, now let's have a word of prayer and we'll close. Our Heavenly Father, and I began to pray. As I began to pray, I'm thinking, oh my. I didn't even ask him if we could do this. He just did it. You know, I wasn't planning that. But the next meeting, the lead attorney said for the county, Pastor, we begin prayer. Would you please begin with prayer today? And at every meeting thereafter, we close, and he would say, Pastor, would you close us in prayer? And the next, with our attorneys there, Pastor, would you lead us in prayer? I've been praying every day if they're not saved that they'd come to know Jesus Christ as Savior by name. But you know, two weeks ago, my three weeks ago now, my precious sister passed away. Do you know that every one of those attorneys emailed in and said, Pastor, our prayers and condolences are with you through the, home, the, the passing away of your sister. God's doing something, friend. They're sweet people. I pray every day for Sarah Cody. I don't see her as the enemy. I see her and her estimation. She feels that she's doing what's good for this county. I don't agree with it, but I cannot question her motives. I don't know her motives but our Lord's gonna fight for us. And God fought here. And then they get over to the other side and look at chapter 15. I'm getting where I'm going and I hope I won't be long, but chapter 15, what's the first thing they do? Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spake saying, I will sing unto the Lord for he hath triumphed gloriously the horse, his rider, he had thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength, my song, my salvation. I will prepare my habitation, my father, God, I will exalt him. Pharaoh's chariots and his host, he cast in the sea, verse four. Verse five, the depths covered them, they sank to the bottom. Notice by the Bible says in verse eight, with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered and the floods upright into a heap and the depths and, 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 and uh, conceal under the heart of the sea. Verse number 10, thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them. 
They, they sank as lead in the waters. Oh Lord, who is like unto thee among the gods? Who is like unto thee glorious in holiness, fearful in praises? God won a great victory. Tonight as I stand on this Thanksgiving service, you're number seven on my list because I've witnessed in your life, I have witnessed your reaction to all this, not meeting in the auditorium, sitting on your couch, watching on online a service. I've seen you go back in only to be kicked out. I've seen us come to a parking lot and your reaction has blessed my heart because what I see is courage. I see a positive attitude. I see a spirit that's right. I see giving, whether it be a Thanksgiving offering or a brick offering or whatever it may be, or giving to missions or giving to our general need. I see encouragement. God's people have encouraged my heart so very much. I see vision. I see debt retirement. I see 400 churches that have been established and now getting completed during this COVID, the hardest year, 400 churches in the Philippines. I see Bible distribution. We're up almost to 80% of our city has received a Bible in this year. Every single house will receive it by December 31st. I see the buckets. The buckets are coming. Hooray, hooray, hurrah, hurrah. December 1st, I've had people talking about, here's what I'm gonna do with my bucket. I've heard the horns honking. I've had more ladies say, I love going to church in the parking lot. In church, I feel a little awkward saying amen, but I can honk the horn all the time. Ladies drive to the church and they sit in the parking lot and honk the horn and they drive on the streets and they honk the horn. If a lady had a choice between a steering wheel and the horn, she'd choose the, thank you very much, ladies. I love our church. Your courage, and I can say on behalf of my wife, we feel the same way Moses must have felt finally delivered and the people sang and the people shouted and the people glorified God. But may I take you to verse 22. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea and they went to the wilderness ashore and went three days in the wilderness and they found no water. And when they came to Myra, that means bitterness, they could not drink of the waters of Myra, for they were bitter. Therefore, it was called Myra. Here it is, so sad. And the people murmured. The people murmured. This great church in the wilderness who was singing and glorifying God and his salvation, his deliverance and his name, even wanted to build a building for him. That, that church in the wilderness that was so grateful, so thankful, like we are tonight, all of a sudden something turned and they murmured. Notice with me in chapter 16 and verse two, and the whole congregation of Israel 
murmured. They attacked the leadership in verse number seven. And the morning then ye shall see the glory of the Lord for he heareth your murmurings against the Lord and what we that murmur against us. Look at verse number eight. This shall be when the Lord shall give you the evening flesh to eat and the morning bread to the full that the Lord heareth your murmurings, murmurings which you murmur against him. What are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. Verse nine, the last word is murmurings. Verse number 12, I heard the murmuring of the children of Israel. Now let's wrap it up. Every church will decide if they're gonna be a thankful church or a murmuring church. At this moment and all for 45 years, I can say to God to be the glory, I've not had the misfortune of pastoring a murmuring church. And you know, when people begin to murmur and complain, they generally leave. I think you must think that just kills my spirit, but I take it when someone doesn't wanna stay, God is removing something that's gonna cause us to lose the thankful spirit of God's deliverance. God's doing something, friend. It's very obvious God's doing something. My preacher brethren, they call me or they text me and say, it's very obvious on that parking lot. Our listeners on the radio station comment, it's very obvious God is doing something. Why? Because North Valley Baptist Church has left this thing of COVID and the griping and the complaining and the, and the bothersome of it all and said, I will praise him. I will praise him. Praise the Lamb for sinners. We're not gonna complain. We're, they say, well, you're just having an adolescent psychology message tonight. Oh no, this is literally what's happening. North Valley Baptist Church is a thankful church. And I'm so grateful. Thank you for being here. Thank you for not murmuring. I praise the Lord what he's done through this time. Prayer meetings, particular Saturday night men's prayer on this property, the other property, are literally in 45 years at record-breaking numbers. We have never had as many men at prayer in the history of their church ever as we're having on a weekly basis. When a church begins to pray, they're announcing we cannot do it, but God can. I believe so much has happened because as Brother Cooper said, that's Saturday night men's prayer and Spanish ministry and over here. There's hardly a time, I, I see people all the time kneeling on the steps, walking around the property, just praying here at all times, praying at the school, that has to stay. And when you get a church praying, that church is a thankful church. When you get a church giving, that is a thankful church. When you get a church singing, and people, my goodness, special music, it's always been good. But there's something, Brother Adam Russ, about the sound system and the music and the radio station and choir. Brother Elliot, we can hardly wait in January 6th, December 6th, to have the choir Sunday morning, Sunday night, and we're gonna be, we're gonna be shouting, I imagine, on a rainy day in December. Everyone bring an umbrella that's in the choir. We'll sing. We'll just sing. And we'll honk the horns and we'll shout and we'll praise God because we're still gonna have church. I'm telling you tonight, I'm thankful for prayer meeting, for singing 
and God's people responding to preaching, not just simply your pastor, but all the good preachers we have here in our staff and others that could preach, probably should preach. Oh, I thank God. Our Sunday school classes love it. They're showing up. Our media has been reaching people. People have literally called in and said, how do I get saved? It's an amazing thing. People that email say, thank you for the Bible you dropped off at my house. The media has expanded. Our area is being reached. Neural missions is going forward. And so tonight, I look at that. How could I not have North Valley Baptist Church on my Thanksgiving list? These people were grateful. Then they began to murmur. And what they murmured about was water and food. So foolish. They missed what God was doing. I'm so grateful that I don't have to miss what God's been doing here. I'm so very grateful that tonight I attend church with my wife and we're witnessing what God is doing. And what God is doing, it's begun in our heart. I want us more than ever to be thankful. Yes, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to challenge you, tomorrow being Wednesday, you're going to think it's Thursday all day because of Wednesday night church. But I'm going to challenge you on Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday and Saturday and come to church. Let's not murmur one time about anything. Not about anything. Let's not murmur how God's dealing in our lives. You say, well, I'm not happy with my wife. Do you know what? God put exactly in your life what you need. She's difficult to live with. I called my father 51 years ago. I was in Bible college. I said, Dad, I want to go to the dean of men. I have a roommate that I don't want to live with. The guy drives me crazy. He doesn't shower properly. He's messy. He's dirty. He is disorganized. He is frustrating. He's negative. I don't want this roommate. My dad said, son, did it ever occur to you that God gave you exactly what you needed? Because that young man that you want to get rid of is going to train you for your future. You're going to hit some obstacles in life, and if you always try to change the obstacles, you'll miss the lesson that God's trying to teach you. Sir, why do you keep trying to change your wife? Well, she's hard, difficult to live with. Lady, why do you always try to change your husband? Why don't you just thank God every day for him? who he is, what he is. Why don't you thank God that you have that husband or that wife or those children? Why don't you just go ahead and thank God that you have salvation? And through this day tonight and through next Sunday, I'm gonna ask you not to murmur one time about anyone, about anything, because this needs to be a thankful church. It is a thankful church. So let's not murmur. I love you folks so much. 
I want to thank you for 2020. We started off in January and February. We never thought we'd wind up in a parking lot. But here we are. And God's won a great victory in my life and in your life. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.